Hey guys, thanks for uh, clicking on the the thumbnail there. Decided to watch this. So uh, today, August fifteenth, we got. I logged onto Twitter or X and uh, found out that we had a video from Joe here, uh, the the game director for Destiny Two, uh, kind of talking about the current state of the game before the actual state of the game, which is uh, less than a week away. So I uh, got with Jared. Chad had plans tonight, uh, super important plans. So it's just Jared and I. Uh, Chad Ocero, you're always in our always in our thoughts, man. Hey everybody, uh, it's Joe, and I'm just here to check in on how Destiny is going. So a few weeks ago, we put about a state of the game communication that wasn't up to our standards for what y'all have come to expect for those kinds of communications. It didn't provide the high-level vision that we normally provide, and really and truly, a bunch of us were heads down working in the final shape and weren't able to give it the sort of care and love that we normally put into these kind of communications. And that's nobody's fault but mine here on this. So I wanted to come in, talk to you all directly, and sort of give you an update on what we thought about the state of the game that we put out and what we think about Destiny as a whole. Now, this is going to be pretty different than normal. This isn't a highly produced sort of uh, production. It's me in my office. Um, it's not scripted. I've got a bunch of notes here that we're going to read through. Um, and it's going to feel probably more like you're just in a meeting with me, which is going to be rambly, and we're probably going to uh, mess up a few times. But really, I just want to go over where we're thinking about the game. So what we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about the reveal coming out in, uh, next week. We're going to talk about PvP. We're going to talk about armor. We're going to talk about our communication strategy. Those are the big ones. Uh, so let's just get right into it. Let's start with reveal. Next week, we're going to go out and we're going to show an awesome showcase for the final shape. We're really excited about a bunch of the content in there. But and truly, that showcase is not a reaction to the state of the game last week. It's not a reaction to a bunch of the sentiment online. And it's definitely not a reaction to this video. It was recorded a while ago. I think I have a mustache in the video. Uh, and it's a pretty focused reveal. In the same way that the game itself is pretty focused. Uh, the final shape is focused on the light. It's focused on the enemies we've been setting up and the allies that you've come to know. It's not about a bunch of wacky new systems or wacky new themes coming into Destiny. Instead, we want to make an experience that's super easy for anyone who's ever played Destiny to come in and absolutely fall in love with the content that's before them. I think the other thing that's really important here to know as I sort of look at my meeting notes uh, is that communication is built for a pretty wide audience, much wider than probably whoever is watching this video. So what we're not going to talk about is things like a big new strange coin refactor and Zero revamp that's coming out in the final shape. We're not going to talk about things like uh, a refactor of HUD elements where we're making sure the buffs and the debuffs are more clear and you can tell what's happening in higher level combat. It's gonna, again, really be focused on the story, really be focused on the location, and maybe we'll get into a little bit about how the live service of Destiny is going to change after the final shape. Following that showcase, Dan, our GM, and I are gonna be on set, taking questions, uh, dotting T's, crossing I's, or maybe the reverse of that, 
on what you've seen in the showcase. So we'll provide a little bit more clarity on what was shown, and we'll probably get into some ways that maybe our philosophy on the final shape or specific details might have changed over the last few weeks since we recorded the showcase. All right, I think that's it for reveal. Uh, if I'm looking at the sheet next. All right, so uh, first segment, <clears throat> got an introduction. We have uh, a, a couple of things that I heard that I thought sounded interesting. Uh, he says, we're not gonna be talking about the, the strange coin revamp with Zur. Mm-hmm. Not talking about the HUD and then talking about how the live service is going to work um, after the final shape. Uh, so also have to say our boy seems a little nervous here. Uh, I wonder, I wonder how many take, you think this is a one and done? Uh, no, I bet he like probably rehearsed it a bunch of times without like actually recording. I think it was a one time record. Yeah. Cause I, I didn't notice any cuts, uh, whenever I watched this. So, uh, all good news. I, that means that maybe we will get something in the winter time to tide us over in between the showcase and the, we assume it's coming out February ish, maybe March ish. Um, maybe we get another little thing going on there, uh, to tell us about the other stuff that just like the, the quality of life slash minor changes, hopefully. Ready to go on. We've got PVP. So let's start with the state of PVP right now in Destiny. Uh, what have we been doing? What have we been focused on? We've been really focused on sandbox balance. So like a big focus of effort last year was just making sure that Strand came out in a good place and got to live sort of in harmony with the rest of our Crucible ecosystem. Aside from that, we've been focusing on putting up two weapon balances per season, one at the start, one in the mid-season. And we've been focusing on ritual updates to PvP, be this uh, mode updates, point updates, reward updates at the beginning of each season. Finally, we flip over to our agenda. Uh, we've been focused on making one new map and a few reprises a year. Now, all that aside, I think it's fair to say this approach is not producing the crucible that our players expect us. So what are we going to do? How are we going to change? First, let's talk about maps. It's clear that the sort of slow trickle of PVP maps isn't having the effect we want. And although it gets an injection of PVP maps every so often into the ecosystem, it's also forcing this like one new map a year means you're trying to build a map that has to do everything, which means it can't be good at anything. So next year, we're gonna change our philosophy. Instead of a slow trickle of maps throughout the year, we're gonna focus our effort into a single map pack that's free for everyone. So imagine new maps coming in one drop where we can make a bunch of new experiences that can all be good at specific things and adds a big variety in a single drop next year. Now this is a shift from our strategy. So it's gonna take us time to sort of understand the details of what we're putting out here and getting that out to y'all next year. Okay, maps are great, but we still really believe that PVP is about the foundation and new maps aren't gonna solve a foundation. So modes, first of all, I'm really excited about what's coming out in season 22, first with Checkmate. Checkmate is a mode all about that sort of primary fire, basic weapon excellence of Bungie games, and being able to show that excellence in a PvP setting. 
It's what a bunch of our like really marksman style PvP players have been asking for for a long time since Destiny 1. And we're finally gonna put a mode like that in the game. And I'm super excited for a bunch of those players to get that experience starting right away in season 22. Next, we've got Relic. And so Relic is, is a different kind of mode and it sort of is a building off of these experiments that we've been doing with things like Fortress or Eruption where it's about this quality Destiny sandbox experience of your guns and your powers that escalates when you succeed in sort of a crazy mayhem-like experience. And we think the balance of those two things is a really great time to sort of spin away from other parts of the game and get the full spectrum of what Destiny has to offer. I'm really excited about things like Fortress and I'm really excited that Relic is going to provide an experience like this that is both you know, fun for people that are really good at slaying out and also has these sort of like high octane, high jinx moments to it. But, but that's what we've already committed to. So let's talk about some new things that we think we need to do. One, we know we need to bring more of our modes into the core playlists. We've been putting a lot out in labs. We've been putting a lot out in Iron Banner. And to be honest, there's a few obstacles to us putting these into our core playlists, be this VO or small bug level issues that we just were like, ah, I don't know if we're ready. I think that has been blocking us from doing the right thing here. So we're going to take on some of that bug wake. We're gonna take on some of the, a little bit of the jank and we're gonna say, no, 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 no. This, this isn't worth us not putting into the mode. And so we're gonna take some of these modes that we've been putting in Crucible Labs, we've been putting in Iron Banner and taking them and putting them into the core PVP experience that our, most of our players experience. Uh, we've also heard a lot about comp and particularly about the way that we reward points in comp. So uh, we want to take a, a new approach to the way that we're balancing points in comp. Right now, we think it's just weighted too much on your personal MMR versus the people you're playing against. And when you win or when you lose a game, it can be really unpredictable how many points you're getting. We're going to go to a simpler system where winning or losing just matters more. Finally, we want to get great modes like Countdown Rush into competitive and get modes that people are less excited about like Rift out of the rotation. Making that competitive experience more about the, the game modes that you know our players enjoy. Okay, so we've talked map strategy, we've talked right. modes. Uh, I wanna talk one other effort we wanna do here. Uh, we're gonna bolster what we call a PVP strike team. Throughout Destiny development, we've built strike teams for efforts before. Um, this has probably been sort of invisible to you all in the audience, but in moments like in between uh, Curse of Osiris and Warmind, we built a strike team for Destiny Investment. This team was sort of built around, hey, how can we make it more rewarding and more enjoyable to just get stuff in Destiny 2? This team built stuff very quickly, like what would eventually become the master working system. They also went through, knocked out a whole bunch of bugs, knocked out a whole bunch of quality of life issues. We're gonna take the same effort and we're gonna build a PVP strike team around the same principle, but have it focused on the Crucible. It's gonna be led by PVP developers and uh, it has a really interesting playbook for how this works. And that's that first the team decides what they wanna do. They as a team get together, say, hey, these are the changes we wanna make. Those changes go through me, they go through our systems uh, CD. And then when we say, yep, those are great changes, they immediately get communicated with y'all in the community. Right, so this will be going out in a twa, uh, twid, going out in uh, a Twitter <laughs> post, or going out on Reddit, right? Just so, sort of some immediate blast, like, hey, these are the changes coming. And those changes get communicated even before they start getting implemented. 
and then we start getting implemented. We found this formula is a really successful way for us to be able to push through changes quickly into the community. And I think one of the most exciting parts about these strike teams is we build them based off of community feedback. So these strike teams are built from the ground up to look at, hey, what are the pain points that are hitting our community the most? And so all this list is gonna be built and burned down from, hey, these are the big issues the PVP community is looking at in Destiny. All right, I think that's the end of the P Go ahead, Jared, what do you think about that? So um, is this, I really hope this does improve the PVP people, but it might be a little, might be a little late for most of them that said that they quit Destiny according to their uh, their X's and <laughs> tweets that they put out there. But, uh, you know, we all know they always come back. So uh, I'm excited about new maps. I like the, I like the dump at once. Um, you think about it, like, I would love one that's has a little more verticality to it for, like, the crazy fun game modes like Team Scorch and Team Relic. And then, like, another, like, classic 3v3 map for Trials. And then, you know, another, like, mid-sized map with, you know, some hand cannon lanes, some shotgun territory, and even maybe a lane or two that uh, scouts slash pulse walkers can be in. So uh, when you hear a map pack, do you hear three maps, four maps, five maps? All right. So it's funny you mentioned that. I, 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 I pulled the Jared, and I've been, I've been taking notes here, uh, stuff I <laughs> wanted to discuss with you here. So mainly because I'm afraid to have anything up on my computer to like sabotage this because it's, it's held together with twigs and tape right now. Um, so, uh, the first thing that I heard map needs to be right now, they do one map and that one map needs to be good at everything. So therefore it's good at nothing. I thought that was pretty good insight. Something we've discussed before. And then I put how many maps question mark, how many new maps and then how many, uh, like reprised maps that we've lost that they bring back. I think there has to be at least six maps, maybe four new oh. and two, two reprised. Um, mm -hmm. that, it is free. I almost wish it wasn't, uh, if it wasn't because <laughs> if it wasn't, or I wish that there was like, uh, but see, like when they tried to do this in Halo, they had trouble with that too. Cause they used to, uh, like, in, in Halo 2, they they did map packs all the way back then, and then they initially then they eventually released a disc that you could buy that you just put into your Xbox, and it just ripped everything off of that, and then you could share that with all your buddies. So one person bought it, everybody could share it. Mm -hmm. Halo 3, they also had map packs. I remember like Mythic map pack. I remember buying Halo Wars specifically to get the map pack. You know, yeah. so yeah. um, I think six is a good number. I, that's probably hopeful. Uh, the comp points, uh, they say right now you can basically, you can win a few games and go up 40 points and lose one game and go down 120, which is frustrating. Yeah. Uh, for the love of God, you guys did this all the way back in 2004. Just slap a number on each playlist, reset the number at the end of every season or at the end of every other season and, and do it that way. Um, give us a number system. Uh, two more things. Why is it called a strike team when there's strikes in the, in the game? Uh, can we not call it like the, I don't know. Like when I hear strike team, I'm like, why are they having strike people work on PVP stuff? Like that was my initial thought yeah. whenever I heard it. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, TWAB, 
uh, disappointed because I always thought it was twap. So that's straight yeah. from the uh, the horse's yeah. mouth. There, it was twap. So he, when I, whenever he mentions the strike team, I met, I imagine like on um, I think it's called the Good Guys movie with Will Ferrell and and Mark uh, Wahlberg. Wahlberg. And yeah, yeah, and it's Samuel Jackson and is it The Rock? Oh man, I don't know. I think I saw that movie one time. But I feel like it's the most famous guys in the office when they walk through and like, <laughs> all right, we're gonna fix PvP. Or like, oh, we're gonna save <laughs> Destiny too. Like that's what the, the like this team. It's just like um, I mean, where they've been like they're the Navy SEALs. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're the they've been on <laughs> Marathon and Matter. All right. Anything yeah. else? That's it. All right. PvP part of our agenda, if I'm looking at our notes here. Uh, I think we're now going to talk about armor. That's going to be heavily memed. Uh, it's it's probably been a while since we talked about this part about armor, um, but we might have talked about it before. I, I want to start with just talking about like, armor visual categories in Destiny. Um, so at the top, we've got what we call aspirational armor. This is stuff like raids, trials, dungeons. We want the armor that comes from these activities to be flashy, uh, or to like really talk about the core of what that experience is. Um, it's really important that when players earn these armors, they feel proud, they want to wear them, they want to show them off in the tower. Next, we've got silver, right? This is armor that you can buy for the store for silver. Uh, it's important for us that this feels like it's sort of breaking the mold of what you could expect in a Destiny game. It's our place to experiment with stuff that's a little bit fourth wall breaky. Uh, and importantly, we want anyone that spins silver on armor to feel like, hey, it was worth it, right? Like I got my money's worth when I spent this armor, it was cool. Uh, then we have what I call narrative armor. Um, this is the stuff that you'll see in any sort of our marketing trailers. This is the stuff that you earn in the season pass. It's the stuff that you earn in the post game of a campaign. And it's really about driving home what that specific moment in time was. So in season 21, it's deep sea diver armor, right? In Witch Queen, it's a sort of like weird paranormal detective armor. Um, you'll see what it is in the final shape uh, here in a week or so. But but that armor for us is really about like driving home this clear, consistent fantasy of like, oh yeah, I was there, I remember that time in Destiny. Finally, we've got rituals and blues. And this space has always sort of been about that core guardian fantasy. What does the guardian look like that you would imagine is sort of the stereotypical everyday guardian or the like the guardian that you see on the front line maybe tragically a guardian that tried to go into the portal of the traveler and then get cut up into a million pieces this is this is that that spot and we need a lot of armor here to sort of flesh out those fantasies now sometime in the middle of last year we sort of reevaluated our priorities on armor and we said hey we need to be spending more on our the, the armors that people care the most about the people that the urn that spend, that do all this to this so they can sort of get these armors in the game. So this is like our, our PvP stuff uh, and trials, our aspirational stuff in raids and dungeons, our narrative stuff. We thought we weren't consistently hitting the bar enough in those looks. And I think that since that initiative, we've been really successful in this. We've put out great stuff in terms of like cowboy uh, armor for uh, Spire. We've put out awesome stuff in the Root of Nightmares uh, raid. And we've put out a bunch of awesome armor sets for sort of a deep sea fantasy last season and season of the deep. Now, what we failed to do when we reprioritized, hey, where are our resources going, is communicate this to you. So, so we knew that when we made this change, we weren't going to be able to make a ritual armor set every single year. And we thought, okay, well, that's fine. We have a lot that fits this sort of base guardian fantasy. But 
we should have communicated that out to you. And so, one, I'd like to say, this is not a thing that we're never going to invest in. We're investing in it again in the final shape. There's going to be a whole other ritual suite of armor. Um, and, and we're excited to, get, to sort of replenish that base card in fantasy. But just because we're doing that in the final shape year, that doesn't mean that we communicated this soon enough. So also for this year, we want to take an armor set that we were going to put in the Eververse and we're saying, no, 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 no. We should have communicated this earlier. It's really important that our fans can trust us. Let's take this armor set that we were going to use in season 22 for the Eververse set. And let's say, no, it's going to be free. And we're going to put it as a ritual rewards. So next season, before the end of the season, you should see a brand new armor set that you can earn through playing Strikes, Crucible, Gambit as like a ritual reward for doing this, a brand new armor look. Uh, again, we're confident in our strategy going forward. We believe this is the right priority going forward, but also it's our responsibility to communicate this stuff sooner. So we wanna make sure that we're doing the right thing by all the bands. All right, I think that's armor. I, of all the arguments that I've seen blown up on Reddit, the armor is the one that always missed me. Yeah, arm, armors and transmog. That's the stuff oh. that like, don't get me wrong. I don't want to wear like everybody be wearing like paper armor, but I don't need uh, all, all the crazy stuff. I, I'm cool with theme sets like the samurai sets were pretty cool for banner. Um, you know, like like that kind of stuff. But uh, I don't know. I I, I, mean, I don't I don't think you and I are the people that this is for. Yeah, I'd say they. I can see that improvement they made because when you look at the duality armor, which was the hockey armor, and then they went to the cowboy armor and Spire the Watcher, uh, such a huge step up of what people wanted that armor to drop so they could transmog it. I mean, those yeah. cowboy hats were just, were just something special. Yeah. yeah, people were chasing those cowboy hats hard. I remember helping Shifty yeah. try to get his. Um Eververse set that was planned for season 22 will instead be a ritual reward free for everyone to earn. I mean, yeah. I, I guess that's fine. I don't know. Uh, like I said, that's not really that's not really yeah. our forte, I feel. Yeah, they, people can go out and grind for the free armor set now, yeah. which is more time in game. Uh, let's talk about comms. Okay, uh, we've talked a lot about how the development team is very busy, and I I think that although we really want to be focused on delivering great content to y'all and making sure that's our top priority, that doesn't mean our communications have to suffer. And so the first thing, we want to be talking to y'all more. But talking to y'all more, our number one priority, we have to keep our community members and our community leaders safe from the Bungie side. Uh, I don't want anyone that signs up to come work at Bungie and to talk to y'all about the game to have to worry about their personal safety. So we're gonna keep using our branded accounts. You'll see these on uh, Twitter and you'll see these on Reddit, right? And we wanna be using those accounts with more personality, going and talking to y'all more. The other thing is me. I, I play the game a bunch. And right now, I don't have a bunch of time to be writing sort of big, long blog posts like you would assume. but. When season 22 rolls around again, I'm going to be in the game a lot. I'm going to be playing a lot. So what we want to do is commit to a few times next season and the season after. I'm just going to stream me playing the game. And you'll be able to come and talk right. to me. And it's not going to be reveal packed, but it is a great time to just be like, hey, check in with Joe. These are the things that we're feeling. Get his opinions on them. Uh, and hopefully 
if I can get and play with some of our like elite players, me learn a more a bit more of the game. I learn a ton from playing with you all in the community about different builds that are exciting, different ways to roll. So I want to commit, get out there, play some PvP, learn from some experts, and play alongside all of you next season. All right, the only thing that I have left here is close. Uh, so I think that means my rambling on here today is over. Uh, thanks so much for, for listening to this, for watching this. Uh, really excited to see a bunch of y'all next week at the reveal. All right. Uh, so uh, just to hit that segment and then we'll, we'll do an overall. Uh, need to keep the community leader safe. Uh, continue using branded accounts. Use them more often. Uh, Joe is going to stream uh, and answer questions and just talk about things while he's doing that. Uh, I think all those sound great. I think it's terrible that like the what point oh one percent or whatever that yeah. like ruins ruins it for the rest of us. But that's just mm-hmm. that's just America. <laughs> that's people that have anonymity behind a keyboard. You know they can do and say whatever they want. They think without repercussions, but they would never say those things to somebody's face because they'd be afraid they'd get hit in the mouth. Um. But yeah, so uh, I, I, like we've always said, more communication is uh, mm-hmm. w- would really solve a lot of their issues. Yeah, the check-ins with Joe, the Joe time, whatever we're going to end up calling those. Um, I think uh, there are going to be some heated moments, potentially, whenever he chooses to, to stream. Um, but I look forward to those. I think I'll be tuning in. Um, I'm sure there'll be lots of Twitter updates, whatever he says and quotes, and he'll be misquoted a bunch of times. And uh, he's like, y'all take that out of context. And, you know, so um, I think uh, that's really good that Joe's doing that. But, man, that's going to be tough on him, I think, with some of the feedback he's going to get. Yeah, uh, they got mods. They'll 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 sure. mod a bunch of that. Much, much of that won't get to him. I imagine he will do either a dungeon or a raid. And mm-hmm. he'll have one or two special guests that come in on comms and then somebody filling questions, softballs and throwing them to him like a host uh, in the okay. chat. That would be my guess. That's how I would do it if I were him. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So as a whole, uh, how much does this absolve the poor state of the game that was released like two weeks ago? Um, it, it owns up to why and there were, and that their efforts just wasn't in it it's like hey we're going to try to get this done and push it out because we are looking towards the final shape and 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 moving forward so um i would say like 90 well i wouldn't say 90 probably like 81 percent absolves it and the last 19 percent is just like all right let's just see them carry it out yeah my my main thing is they never like if it, it, it feels like they've got lazy on the communication side and this just goes to show that they have. Uh, so while I feel this was fantastic and I really like this mm-hmm. format, it's just 15 minutes and I'm sure he had five hours of work into this 15 minutes that was presented. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I got a lot more out of the 15 minutes than it took him. I'm sure it took him more than 15 minutes to write that state of the game. You know what yeah. I mean? So I, I much prefer this, this format. Um, Bungie, do do you feel like I do that Bungie is scrambling 
and that's why we got this. Like things are almost like Curse of Osiris bad. Um, yeah, part of me is thinking like, all right, let's get everybody in a better mood because uh, in a week from now we're going to open up the pre-orders for the final shape. We want everybody in a good mood and hit the high of the showcase, and everybody put out the money for you know buying the next year of Destiny. So part of me thinks that, but also like think about your job from like for job most people want to do a good job and people to buy the product or give you a good review or just overall enjoy the time at work and uh not be like super negative all the time and that's what i feel like that's what bunch of employees also feel that so they just want people to enjoy the game and there's like hey we screwed up here we're going to do better that's that's a, a great point. Uh, I will say Bungie has always put their best work out when their back's against the wall, in my opinion. So happy to see it. Uh, last question, then we'll sign off out of here. How often would you like to see this? I know like it's not realistic to get it biweekly, mm -hmm. but um, I was thinking quarterly. I think that would really yeah. help. Once a season would be great. Um, maybe like towards the end of the season when the narrative is done and maybe like whenever like the fun which will is going on the dawning or uh festival of the lost like whenever that stuff's going on like they could dress up and be a part of it and make it be kind of fun and then give them a little just a little update all right remember follow us on twitter at destiny cc pod every thursday around 10 o'clock or so we re record our podcast live in front of a YouTube audience and then post it on Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast services. Check us out there. I'm the Destiny Bad Boy, not Ryan Fox. Jared, do you have anything you want to say? Dude, I'm sorry for Tuesday. See you there. Chad, you're always in our hearts.